0: Hi, my name is Garcia. Welcome to It's All Connected by Her Castle Girls. Hi, my name is Telly, and we're the Her Castle Girls, founders of the Bright Mindset Project. We are your mindful mavens and soulful sisters. Bright Mindset Project is a community that promotes the living your best life lifestyle through mindset, spirituality, and wellness. We believe that when the mind, body, and soul are taken care of with intention, we live the best quality life. We have the power to amplify our mindset and spiritual practices, become more magnetic, follow our authentic callings, lead in our own energies to become that version of our higher level selves that we know we can be. Our principles are based in personal and mindset development, spiritual practices, unconscious mind modalities and yeah some life experiences too cool with a bit of woo on today's episode of it's all connected by her castle girls we are talking about rejection gives you direction and this topic is based on a sermon by T.D. Jakes called Surviving the Trauma, of Rejection and Abandonment Plan, also known as STRAP. So this conversation is going to be very interesting mm-hmm. because I think for both of us, um, we both know what it's like to feel rejection and to mm-hmm. feel abandonment. Absolutely. But this sermon which we're gonna talk about we've drawn out some points that both of us wanted to bring up and i think that it's all about how you survive the rejection how you cope with the abandonment that's it because i mean i know people try to like dodge it like okay i'm gonna try to not get rejected or not feel abandonment but it's like inevitable you will be rejected And abandoned at one point or another in this life. So instead of trying to avoid those happenings, it's best to just have some kind of safety blanket, some kind of parachute, some kind of pillow that you can fall on. Yeah. So that when it does happen, you won't fall into pieces. Yes. Yeah. So uh, the first point I want to bring up, I think it's important first to talk about... Mm -hmm. Where rejection and abandonment comes from. And really, it comes from feelings. Mm -hmm. Now, feelings are our friends (sighs) until they turn against us. So we know, we know, because we talk about it all the time on this podcast. Yes, we do. (laughs) That feelings are what allows us to be creative. This makes us different than, say, most other mammals on the planet. Mm -hmm. We have the feelings, the empathy, the soul to actually pick up clay and create a vase or Mm -hmm. create a box based on our feelings, based Mm -hmm. on what we feel the world needs. Right. So feelings are our friends. Oh, yes. But at the same time, even though feelings allow us to be really unique, you know, we we sometimes have a complicated relationship (laughs) with feelings. So (laughs) I guess we can start talking about the feeling of rejection. Yes. Um, And within the sermon, it was brought up, which I believe to be totally true. Mm -hmm. Wounds are caused when we are rejected by our own, meaning by our family, our community. Mm -hmm. And this actually causes trauma and this trauma can be destructri- destructive mm-hmm. and painful, especially, we're gonna get into it, mm-hmm. when you just leave it there and you don't do anything Ooh, about it. Yeah, you know what it's like? It's like, you know, you got all your groceries yeah. and you put everything in the fridge yeah, and you don't use any of the stuff. And when you open the fridge, like weeks later, everything's uh... gone bad. And although you see it's going bad, instead of you taking this stuff out and just throwing, taking care of it, you just close the fridge door back yeah. and say, okay, next time I open it, it'll change. It will change. <laughs> you open the fridge again and it's like, no, it's still there. Yeah, like, it's rotting even more. Rotting even more. And that's yeah. what happens when you don't take aid to the rejection. Yes, exactly. I love that. I, I love that analogy that you put to it. Mm-hmm. Um you can stop trying to avoid the feeling of rejection because that's what people do. Yeah. They're like, okay, I don't want to feel rejection again. So in Mm. order not to feel it again, I'm never going to try (laughs) to do something. I'm never going to step out of the box. I'm never going to trend in a different lane. Right. So there's, that type of person right and then there's the person that will lead with aggression and push people away yes. before they even have the opportunity <laughs> to, to even... reject you like they don't even get to know you yet nope. so then you never have to feel rejection because you have no friends it's <laughs> <laughs> funny too I'm, I'm just hearing like you know that either of the people that fall into that category. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what we, where we were like before we did oh, our, girl, I mindfulness. I, I feel like, I you know what I was the person, <laughs> this is so horrible. I was the person that would reject people before they rejected me. Okay. Yeah. I was that person because I know what rejection felt like. And you know, you, no one wants to feel it, but you have yeah. to, but before the mindfulness. I was like, okay, all right, that's all right, guess what? I'm From now on, anyone that tries to come into my life or anyone that tries to start a, like, a friendship, relationship, whatever, I th- I'm going to reject them before they reject me. And it's almost like you're trying to like mind-read what they're yeah. going to do instead of just owning those feelings and yeah. just trying to have a plan to bounce back. Yeah, so yeah I was that person. Wh- which person were you? Girl, I was the person that would avoid the feeling of rejection Ah. um so just for a bit of history Mm -hmm. uh in the four when i when i was in fourth grade Mm -hmm. grade four i um had to actually repeat Mm -hmm. the fourth grade because i spent a great amount of time in the hospital Mm -hmm. due to complications with pneumonia Mm -hmm. So I had to repeat fourth grade. And even though now I know that it wasn't a rejection of any kind, when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. I did see it as rejection. Mm -hmm. So that was the first bout of it. Then the second bout of it really didn't come until I would say college years, Mm -hmm. trying to get that dream job, you know, Mm -hmm. and not being able to get it because you're so young in your career, right? Yeah. But at the time, I didn't know that. No. And then the third bout of rejection was, of course, getting laid off in my adult years. Mm -hmm. And even though that was purely a business decision, and even though I wasn't the only person laid off, it was somewhat of a big layoff that just led to even more layoffs after I was gone. At the time, I didn't see it as that. I saw it as rejection. That's it. So I had three bouts of rejection that made me feel that there's no point in pushing forward because mm-hmm. every time you push forward, every time you try to move the needle, you get rejection. So just don't do anything. Just like don't try. Don't try. It's a failure. Exactly. As the great Homer Simpson once said. That's it. <laughs> and, and that's where I was. That's yeah. where I was. That's where I lived. Yeah. So while you were living with the leading with aggression side, oh, yeah. I was leading with avoid the feeling by doing nothing. And isn't that crazy too? Um, you know, with rejection, everyone goes through it. But when it happens to you specifically, mm-hmm. you don't think about other people going through you. You just think of, you know, oh my God, you think my world. Yeah, you think Me. you're the only person that's affected. I am the only person out of 7 point what not, what not, yep. billion people on the planet yep i how appalling like your ego is yep. crushed like everything you you become human at that point because you know it's like someone it's like you're like you're, you're you're flying like an eagle and someone shoots you down and they're on the floor and you're wondering how did this happen to me and it's just like girl boy kiddo you're you're a human yeah but you don't think about that when you're in it I get no. it because your emotions are all over the place right the last thing you're thinking about is other people and how they feel with them being also being rejected exactly and through this Mm -hmm. situation and i believe this to be true once you really get to know yourself yeah which is something that we've done you know we've gone through the processes many people all of you that are listening to this podcast (laughs) you're going through the process that's That's why you listen to this type of content that's it when you get to this point of knowing yourself it's our responsibility to make a plan to survive we have to right like we know our triggers Mm -hmm. we know what sets us off Mm -hmm. so we have to plan to survive whatever brings us to that feeling of rejection it's kind of like if you aren't You're not good with Valentine's Day. Right. Let's say Valentine's Day is a trigger (laughs) for you. You're always single. Mm -hmm. And then, therefore, you feel depressed on Valentine's Day. You Mm -hmm. sit in your house. You cry. You walk around in dowdy clothes. Yeah. And you just feel really sorry for yourself. You're going through it. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, you know Valentine's Day ticks you off. Right. So, in January, you start asking friends, do you have plans for Valentine's Day? Do you want to go do dinner or just do something to celebrate, you know, our friendship? That's it. Or if people are busy or doing something else, you can plan a solo date where you treat yourself to a great meal, to a movie, buy yourself your favorite fragrance, whatever it is. But you plan a strategy that will get you through Valentine's Day where you don't feel alone and depressed. That's it. And I think too, like thanks to, you know, evolution. Yeah. But back in the day when Valentine's Day really was about, you know, your boyfriend your girlfriend what have you whatever relation lovey-dovey relationship mm-hmm. it's kind of evolved from that to now valentine's day is more than ju- it is that as well as love your family, in any form your right? friends yeah. your, even your acquaintances people you get along with your kids you know what i mean like it's evolved since then which is great for people that really do if they do struggle with mm-hmm. valentine's day and they have, there is something that they can do so that they don't fall into that depression, rejection, feeling abandoned because no one, they feel no one loves them. They may not have a love like boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife deal, but they forget they have other types of relationships of people that love you as a friend, as a mother, as a daughter, as a father, as a brother, everything in between. So yeah, it's important to have that kind of yeah to have a plan and it you know and of course when we say valentine's day we just don't mean valentine's day yes uh we mean anything. anything it could be going for a job interview knowing that well i very could i i could get the job or i may not so how do you plan to survive if you don't get the job right you know and it's that is really for you to start writing down what would make you feel better or what would help you manage or deal with that rejection. That's it. So we mentioned the idea of planning to survive. Mm-hmm. I want us to talk a bit about why we should plan to survive mm. the importance of it. Right. It's so important. Car- oh, car. <laughs> right. So listen, so Yay. the topic that we mentioned in the, at the top of the show is rejection gives you direction it does so here's the thing you can stay traumatized which is what rejection does it right does, we have yeah. we have solidified that oh yeah. rejection the feeling of rejection is trauma to not only our ego mm-hmm. but actually to our actual feelings mm-hmm. um feeling like we do not belong feeling like sometimes we're abandoned which yeah. we'll go into it really sets you back yes rejection. exactly yeah but here, rejection gives you direction in the sense that sometimes rejection is actually saving you from Absolutely. some rough situations. Absolutely. Like you cry thinking, oh my gosh, I really liked th- that guy, for example. And I can't believe like, you know, this happened to me. I can't believe the, re- the relationship is over. And then, you know, you, but you have your plan. you got your plan. That's it. You know how to bounce back after the relationship is over. Months, years, however much time passes by. And then you learn that the guy that you were lovey-dovey in love with you learn that like he's either gone to prison for like beating his wife or yeah. his new current, or the, whatever he's it just is, a horrible person. Or a horrible person, or he's a crabby man, woman, whatever. Yeah. And then you got to think, oh my gosh, that I could have been, been yep. that mix up. Exactly. So, direction, rejection, so it does give you direction. Yes. It's funny, card because, you know, one of our favorite YouTubers is Sean Cannell, and he's always talking about you know, before you go into the woods, you have to have a plan. You gotta know how to maneuver in these woods, in this territory you don't know of, you Mm -hmm. have to have a plan, it's important. So when you, and if you don't have a plan and you just go into the woods or you go into that job interview or you Mm -hmm. go into life, you can, I mean, if you wanna try and play guess, guess what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, but you will get through life so much easier if you just have a plan. Rejection, not only does it hurt, yes, but it also means, okay, the way that you were going, you deserve what you what you would want to have. It's just, you don't, you can't get it the way you think you're gonna get it. Right. You can get that job, but maybe it's not that job. Right. Maybe it's that job, maybe you wanna be a programmer. Yeah. But maybe not for Google, maybe you have to be a programmer for American Express. Right yeah that doesn't mean that you're you know totally written off it just means that the path has to change a little differently because all of us have a different path we're on and you just kind of have to allow the universe to you have to just go with it rejection sucks yeah we know but the rejection is also a way where it's almost like a, a sheep herder you know when they're leading sheep and they have yeah. the dog and they have the little stick to get the sheep back in line saying yep. okay no don't go over there you're going on the right path but just don't go on that way yep so you have to you have to go through the rejection. Yeah, and I love that you brought that in, you know, going through the rejection. You've got to think about, you know, you mentioned, you know, someone wanting to be a programmer right for Google, but it ends up it's actually American Express. Right. What I find interesting is that right now everyone wants to manifest. You <laughs> yeah. want you want yep. to visualize things visualize. and see it come through. But the issue is we always try to sneak in the how yes. when manifestation is yes. truly about not thinking about the how. It's thinking about the end result that's and it. leaving it up to the universe, leaving it up to your divine source, that's it. leaving it up to God mm-hmm. for it to happen the way that it needs to happen. That is so if it. it means being rejected four times and then getting your opportunity at the fifth time, that's what it is. So be it. Right. Absolutely right now for people that are listening think about the jobs that you didn't get Mm -hmm. think about the relationship that didn't work Mm -hmm. knowing what you know now okay would you go back to that job absolutely not would you go back (laughs) to that relationship absolutely not exactly you know i think of a time there was a time i was working at a place and I had an opportunity Hmm. to leave that job and go work for this other company that was bigger, more world known. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And I was this close to actually just just saying, you know what, they're paying me a lot more money. (laughs) I'm going to go get that job. Girl, Hmm. not even four months later, this company has a massive, massive layoff okay and everyone i know that was at that company that was gonna get me in they lost their jobs oh my gosh the team that i was gonna work on with someone that i knew yeah they all got laid off so i would have actually been unemployed okay if i took that job crazy right exactly crazy this is the thing right like we don't think about rejection as a positive thing we don't and that's ooh that right there people have to it's like you have to turn it around you know what i mean Mm. because back to what you were saying car about manifestation everyone's manifesting and instead of manifesting on the end result you're manifesting the path itself right and when you're trying out for that one thing and it doesn't work. You automatically think, Oh my gosh, my life is over. And you just give up on the entire dream in general. And then you start cursing off the universe. You start cursing yourself. You start cursing mm-hmm. friends, family, God, the, your pet dog. You start cursing everybody like it's all their fault. But mm-hmm. really, it's your own fault because instead of you just focusing on the end result, you're focusing on the path. Now, with what you you know, with the job. You're, I'm sure, like, you know, because every the cool thing, the interesting thing with job interviews and with like job um, opportunities, yes. they're selling. They're like, yeah, you know, you're going to make this and this much. And vacation, perks, and you got a work phone, and we're going to pay for everything. Yeah. So, of course, they're feeding you in. They're like telling you all this great stuff that, hey, sounds amazing no, no lies there for sure. And they're getting people in thinking, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to leave my current job. I'm just going to dive in to this great place. It sounds like we work. So you dive on in and then you learn, Oh my gosh, what in the name? What did I just do? Exactly. I totally just plummeted. And now that's even a bigger rejection. Yes, it is because it also sets Getting, you back. It, it sets you back. It makes you second guess yourself and your intuition. It does. Which is something that was very, my intuition was battered by the time I had gone through oh, the definitely. rejection yes, three times mm-hmm. in my lifetime. And I started to not trust myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of us, that's a part of the trauma, not trusting yourself. It is. Because of that rejection. But we, we, what we do have to realize is, is that something better always comes. Oh when we lose God. something. So just because you go through the rejection now, that doesn't mean you're going to live there. No. You're going to have your good days. You're going to have the days where you're like, this is such a good day. I'm winning. You're going to have those days again. Absolutely. Um, And you have to realize too, and we always say this on here. So uh-huh. you're all going to be like, oh, here they go again. Yeah. <laughs> Growing is not a peaceful journey. Ooh, it's not. It's You it know, hurts. this is why... As children, when we're growing, when we're going through childhood, we grow when we're sleeping at night. That's it. Because of growing pains. That was a fire show back in the day. Sorry, girl. Um, (laughs) Remember that show, Growing Pains? Yeah, I think. Kirk Cameron, yeah, we know. Right? Um, But to elevate... Elevate, you gotta go through the trauma. You have to. No no one is out here like, oh, yeah, you know, now I'm like the number one, you know, actor or author in the world, and my life was just sweet and perfect. No, most of these people have slept on their friends' couches, had to sleep at the bus station, had to beg for food. They had to go through yes. a traumatic experience to get to that place of, su- uh-huh. of success and satisfaction. I'm so glad you mentioned actors. Because I don't think anyone gets more rejection oh, girl. than actors. Oh yeah. Like from Broadway all the way up to yeah. like Hollywood or doing whatever commercials. It is. commercials. Yeah. Like when these people when casting directors are looking for a certain person, certain look, they'll have lines upon lineups of people yes. all having the same thought this is my big break this is it i'm going to it's going to come through for me this time and then they get that call that yo you didn't you didn't get you didn't get it like when you look at people like denzel washington Um, Johnny Depp. Yeah. uh, Oh, geez. Angela Bassett. Yeah. Like, if anyone knows rejection, it's definitely an actor or a musician. Yes. Someone in the arts because they get get rejected like morning, noon and night. Yes. To the point where it just becomes normal. Yeah. Where it doesn't even affect you anymore because you eventually develop a plan to say, okay, you know what? If I don't make it, that's fine. It's just, I'm not what they're looking for or my look or my sound, whatever it may be. Someone out there is looking for that but I won't know unless I keep going. Exactly. And that's it too Kar, I wanted to talk to you about also people feel that as soon as they manifest something it just happened right away. They don't want to no. wait. So because they don't want to wait and they get the rejection they are livid angry and they go into this <sighs> mad not necessary mental breakdown. I don't understand that really and I'll let me tell you I why I don't understand it. Yeah. Ever since I was a little kid I dreamt about being on the radio yeah or being on tv doing video doing you know something in entertainment or fashion Mm -hmm. I had been dreaming about that since I was a kid Mm -hmm. and yeah I had opportunities throughout you know my my 20s and stuff to do that yeah which was great but I had no idea that I was gonna end up Back in front of a microphone. Neither did I, girl. <laughs> with my sister, with a YouTube channel. Right. Writing for, you know, luxury magazines yeah. and, and recording this podcast. It took years, years for this day to, to come. come to right now. So the manifestation that I had, it took 20, 25 years yep. to start being seen. So I don't understand the concept of people being (laughs) angry when they've been thinking about their dream husband for six months and they're angry that they haven't met him yet. Yeah, you gotta calm down. And that's, ooh, that right there. You have to understand that there was a quote, I'm glad you said that because there was this quote I saw on Instagram. I can't remember it word for word, but it basically said, you know, the universe is not in a rush. God is not in a rush. What's coming for you is not in a rush. You are in a rush. And that's that's why you are not receiving anything. That's it. You can't just go to sleep one day and then think that... When you look at at plants, when you plant a seed, does it grow up the next day? No. No. So what makes you think that your life is going to just fast track? Plus, sometimes the universe loves to test you. Okay, you want this? Oh, yeah. Let's see how long this is going to go on for. A year passes and you're like, oh, I don't get it. Because what if you don't... How bad do you want it? Yeah, because what if you don't really want it? Because... Girls, we've, we've seen we've seen people that are like, okay. this is what I want, and they will be all about it for two weeks, <laughs> and then they ch- and all then all they, of they stop, and it's like, so you. You wanted it, and girls, oh, they were gung ho on getting. I don't know this if I really thing. wanted it. And then you would eat, breathe, sleep for two weeks, for two weeks straight, and you never—that's all you heard from them non-stop. Then all of a sudden, you don't hear us. So you inquire, and you're like, "Hey, whatever happened to that idea you were constantly talking about?" Oh, you know, I just don't want it. I just I can't bother anymore. And it's like, wait a minute. So what you what? <laughs> so yeah, listen. Once again, you just, you can't, like, you can't be hasty in these things. No. And because it doesn't happen just like that, you can't take that as rejection. You got to wait. Yeah. And waiting is not punishment. Waiting no, is, is just not. life. It's the process. It's the um, process. As we say here all the time, It trust is. And you got to trust, girl, one more time for the audience. You know, you got to trust the process. Thank you. Now, back to that feeling of rejection, mm-hmm. as we mentioned before, it's about surviving it that's it and key here the key point here is to survive it don't try to understand it no we spend a lot of time mixed up in the how well analyzing why i don't understand don't try to understand it don't Don't try to analyze it don't try to crack the code nope
1: just won't break
0: it It exactly because at this point when you're feeling rejected it's the survival mode. That's going to take you where you need to go. It's going to cause that direction that you need. Absolutely. So again, what is your strategy? What is your plan to set you up to be in survivor mode? So you can get the best outcome from that feeling of rejection. Exactly. Um, I want to go quickly into the abandonment and the rejection piece Mm -hmm. because I think this was really important. And I only really thought about it the other day and was like, oh my God, I, mm. I didn't even realize this, but mm. it's so true. The first fears that a human feels in life is abandonment. Yep. Right. Absolutely. We're afraid our family is going to leave us or our parent is yep. going to leave us. Our mom is going to, our mom leaves us alone and we start to cry. Yeah. Cause we feel like, don't leave me right. as a baby. So yeah, right. the first feeling so, that child feels. Yeah. Feeling, sorry, feels. Yeah. So it's instilled through us that trauma of being left. Mm-hmm. So the person leaves, they won't stay. And then that second fear is rejection. Yep. The fear that the people that we love say no. Yeah. Or the people that we aspire to say no. That's it. And this is what causes the people pleasing. Uh huh. If I, if I people please you, you'll stay, you'll stay. and you'll accept me. When we experience abandonment yep. and rejection, which a lot of kids have, oh, we've yeah. all rejected it. Whether it was from the kids on the playground, a teacher, a we parent, all of that. You know, if you were a, a child that was that went through the adoption system and your real parents didn't want to meet you, we've experienced lifelong trauma. Because get oh, yeah. this: when you're feeling abandoned or rejected as a kid, and you don't work on it. It stays there. Stays in there. It festers there. Yep. It builds and builds and stays with you. And then all the rejection you start getting as an adult, oh, the, or a teenager actually, now. you know the the girl that said didn't no. want to go to the prom with you, the yeah, this part for the play you tried out ooh, for right? Work out the college that said you're not going to come to our school. Ooh. All of these things build up on top of that childhood layers abandonment, right? Layers upon layers. Right? Upon layers the thing is with kids what is really interesting they don't actually know how to deal with emotions they don't right we always talk about it they're walking subconsciouses yep and they don't have coping strategies so what they do when something is hurtful or traumatic they disassociate from it that's it and they become damaged emotionally yep I think and I can even talk about this. Like there are things in my life as a child mm-hmm. that happened. I knew it happened, but I don't actually remember it. Same. There are things I remember. Like I, I know it happened. You know it happened, but you don't, I don't remember, remember. Oh, this is how it happened. Exactly. But you know it happened. Right. But you disassociate yeah, because that's, that's the easiest way for a child to, to deal just with be it. done with it. Right. So trauma is horrible. Oh gosh! and yes. when we are dealing with the trauma of abandonment and then adding on all the rejection yeah. not dealing with it we are all just walking around here being beautifully broken and we are in a place of feeling mm-hmm. like we shouldn't try or we don't want to get too friendly with people right. because they're going to end up getting back at me somehow. Right. You just have this unli- you know unlimited belief or this limited belief sorry, yes. that all humans are bad because of unfortunately of a bad trauma that happened to you when you were younger. You don't remember exactly what it was. You knew it was bad. You knew yeah. it, you did not like that feeling. Right. And you didn't get any help from it. You went through. Right. You there was no counselor for you to talk to. There was no child psychologist to talk to. You just grew up. And now you have all this rejection and abandonment and trauma inside of you. And you don't know what to do because no one ever helped you to say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Here's a plan. Here's something we can do every Thursday. I want you to jot down your feelings and just keep writing. Or I want you to, you know, go to this group that helps people to get through their traumas, through their, there was no, there was none of that. So you just have a lot of humans that are so damaged that they don't know how to eat. They don't even. One of the points that was brought up, and, you know, we were just talking about this idea of Childhood trauma Mm -hmm. based on abandonment or rejection is that I want everyone to know that look, trauma happens to everyone. It does. It doesn't matter how much money you've had, it doesn't matter if you have the perfect life partner, it doesn't matter if you have the perfect house, a great job. It doesn't mean you have trauma. It means that you've learned to deal, it means that you've learned to basically take on the trauma and take it to the point where you feel that it's normal. Exactly. That's literally it because you can't avoid it. It's uh, it's gonna happen. As sure as you are falling asleep and waking up the next day, that is how it, sure it is that you will experience something that you did not want to experience. Yeah. But the difference between those that, you know, have those breakdowns versus those that just dust it off is because those people that dusted it off, they have a plan. We don't know what they do behind closed doors. They probably cry their eyes out for an hour solid. They get their emotions out. Yeah. They talk to a friend. They do whatever they can to understand that listen, I'm hurting and I'm gonna aid to myself. I'm not gonna try to understand it. I'm not gonna try to get my crazy board and start, you know, drawing right. up pictures on who did what wrong. None of that. They're just going to own what happened, get over it in the best way they can and continue on with their life. Yeah you brought up and this is of course we never leave you all with Mm -hmm. nothing you know we're not just here to talk about this and then be like okay bye deuces uh that's not what's gonna happen so you mentioned telly you mentioned the idea of the plan Mm -hmm. and burying (laughs) burying your feelings is not not a a solution (laughs) that is not how you solve it becoming disassociated with it is not a solution no what needs to happen here is release and the only way to release something is to actually own it first you know you can't go to value village and give away items that you need to get rid of if you don't have it. You have to have possession possession of of the items to bring it to Valley Village (laughs) to release it. Exactly. So there has to be a process Mm -hmm. where you take on that feeling the feeling of rejection, the feeling of abandonment. And you have to do something to let out that feeling. Yes. And one of the things I know I've experienced it, tell mm-hmm. you've experienced it. Oh yeah. And this is the, this is the step really of crying. Oh girl. Yes. Um, grieving. Mm-hmm. Shouting maybe. Yeah. You know, giving your emotions the chance to be fully released and fully Seen fully. Um, does anyone now? This is the thing again, we don't want to be seen as vulnerable. I know that for us as as black women, we're mm-hmm. told you have to be strong, the strong, and yeah, the strong black woman thing, mm-hmm. which is a scam. It is a total. Scam. Um, no one needs to be strong when they need to release, absolutely. Not. You know, everyone has the right to find a room, find a closet, find a safe place yep. where they can just cry like cry Cry. not worry about your face not worry about your hair not worry how you look just cry and cry without reason cry and just let out yes all of it you have to it's just you know unloading every single bit of burden trauma abandonment rejection just unload all of it and if you find that you're gonna have to cry for hours then go ahead like there's no time limit cry I used to hate, girl, I used to hate, like, crying. I was like, oh, no, because of what, like we mentioned, strong black woman. So you try to just suck it up and your breathing changes because you want to cry, but you want to look strong at the same time. And, girl, once we did the mindful stuff, that whole feeling of release, the first thing your body wants to do is just cry. And people think that crying is people still think that crying is a form of weakness, and it's not. It's not. Crying is a form of strength. You're showing that, yo, it's I right. am not afraid to sit here and accept, and accept what has happened it. and just ball holla my eyes out, yell it out, scream it out, roll on the floor, yeah. all of that and the above. Because when I'm done doing all that, girl, I can tell you how light I feel. How much exactly better I feel. You know, you it gotta is, yell it out, ball it out, yeah. cry it out. You have to. Breathe. You have to you have to believe. Yeah, it, it's a release, right? It's a release. it's a release. It's a release when you lose something. Um mm-hmm. I've spoken about it on this podcast before, but mm-hmm. um, I'm an alopecian, so yes. I have alopecia where yes. you know hair growth is very difficult and Basically, you live your life with very little hair or live it as a baldy, mm-hmm. which I've done for some time. And yes. when I first lost my hair, right. I did not cry about it. I did not give myself that period that of space yeah. right, to basically grieve yeah. my hair. Absolutely. And every time I would speak to a psychiatrist, every time I would even chat to a, a room of people, right. as soon as I mentioned, alopecia i would start going <laughs> the breathing yes girl and my lips would tremble and wow. but i would never let it let it out people were like strange right and it's like people would be like why don't you just cry i'm like no i'm fine mm-hmm. and i remember one day i was home in the house by myself girl yes. and i thought about what i was going through and how alopecia made me feel yeah and how i felt abandoned by my own body yeah, because my body was not producing what, hair you, exactly, and it, I was angry about it, and I was sad about it, and I, to be honest, I just kind of wanted to even punish myself, mm. and I started crying yep. and crying and crying and crying, basically cried out every single tear left inside of me. Yep, and after I was done crying, that was the last time I ever cried. Look at that about alopecia because you accepted you grieved and when you were done you were like wait a minute I was like okay I'm okay okay I let it go I've released it I feel better you know it's this idea Mm -hmm. to ignore the feeling is to live in it yep so if you're gonna ignore your rejection ignore (laughs) the feeling of abandonment you're choosing to live in that space yep that's your choice you're choosing to stay in a negative space and you're going to wonder, why don't people want to come near me? It's like, well, because listen, vibes read vibes and you are not, you're not welcoming people into your life. You are actually rejecting people and people have, people aren't dumb. Hmm. People can see, they'll see something's up with this man or this woman. You know what? I'm just going to turn to the left and walk away because you have this thing about you where you're just, you still have that anger, that trauma, that rejection, and you're holding it up as a big old shield so people can not even come near you because your energy is so off. Yeah, You will not, listen, I don't, like we were saying before, as much money as you have, as much friends as you have, you will not live a full, happy life until you get the trauma out. You have I to agree. cry. You have to grieve. You got to shout. You got to go through those emotions and accept it. And that's the only way. There's yeah. no easy... There's no easy path out of it. You have to go through it. Yes. Because living in it, Hmm. this is what happens when you live in it. Girl. You allow depression to grow and grow. You allow your anxiety to grow and grow. And remember, it's growing on top of the disassociated emotions From the traumatic childhood. Exactly. So when you think you're only actually dealing with one situation, oh, you know, I got laid off and I feel really bad about it. I I feel like I was rejected and I feel abandoned Hmm. by my colleagues. You're actually dealing with a lot more than just that. Because there were 30 or 40 years before that where you felt abandoned by your parents. You felt rejected by your boyfriend or girlfriend, Mm -hmm. or you felt abandoned by your job yeah so all of these things sit on top of each other and you wonder why people are broken so many broken people to the point where they don't even know what it's like to feel right normal. Yeah, it's normalized, it's normalized. to be living in trauma, having a body where your shoulders are your shoulders being yeah your shoulders are being worn as earrings. Yeah, as the saying is, your there is no neck because yep. your shoulders are up in the air. Yeah, you have constant headaches. Your skin is breaking out because you're a hella stressed. Right, there's so much stuff. You have no appetite, or you have too much of an appetite. Like right something is, there's a chemical imbalance. Something is clearly off. And it deals with emotions. This is why on here anyway, on Mm -hmm. It's All Connected by Her Castle Girls, we take emotions very seriously. We take feelings very seriously. We do. Because as much as feelings are our friends, they can turn against us and they can make us go through a lot of physical and spiritual desolate moments. Mm -hmm. And it's for us to... Notice them and deal with it. So important to be, you know, conscious and aware and don't ignore it. That's why it's so important to have a plan. You have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan in place, take this as your yeah, warning. Today's the day. <laughs> Today is the day. You're going to have a plan right here, right now. Have a plan, trust the process mm-hmm. and don't chase what's not for you. Ooh, please don't. And just no. allow, give Give yourself the chance to live a limitless life Mm -hmm. and don't allow yourself to be so distracted by trying to get away from emotions Um, because life is here to be lived. That's it. And it should be lived in the best way with you being happy, more happy days than sad days. So that's why it's so important to have that plan. Yes. So. If there's anything that you remember from this conversation, <laughs> just remember that rejection gives you direction. Rejection gives you direction. You, you can memorize that song if you want. So. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Visit HerCastleGirls.com for more mindful and lifestyle content. Follow us on Instagram at HerCastleGirls and at Bright Mindset Project. Stay bright.